Hey guys, I'm your host, Mark Lynch, and you're listening to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind Podcast, where we explore what makes for a truly unbreakable mind that will put you within reach of your biggest goals. So let's get after it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind Podcast. I am your host and friend, Mark Lynch, and I am really looking forward to today's episode because we are going to make self-evaluation sexy again. And before we get into it, I just want to remind you quickly, take a second, if you were listening on Apple Podcasts, to leave a rating right now. Pause it right now because that's what helps the show grow. That is how you can thank me for providing these episodes on a weekly basis. That means so much to me when you do that. So please, if you have a second, leave that review. But let's get right into today's topic now. Because I see a lot of people online all the time talking about things like consistency being the key to success in almost everything in life. Whatever your goal is, consistency is the way to get there. But that's kind of a superficial interpretation of what the foundation for success truly is in my mind. For example, what if you're consistently putting in poor efforts or what if you're consistently doing the wrong things? Is that going to take you to success? Is that going to take you where you need to be in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve? Obviously, no, right? That's going to lead you to consistently screw up, consistently come up come up short or consistently walk down the wrong path in life. So what I'm going to do with you today is kind of teach you my process for self-evaluation, what I teach other people to do, and how that really does set you up for success today and down the road. And you want to know what? It's a lot easier to do this than you might think. No, it's not the quickest fix in the world. But anything worthwhile typically is not a quick fix. And the best part of this is it's is that it's something that you can certainly begin working on right now, today. So I want you to quit looking at success memes and blindly following success gurus online. Instead, I want you to kind of learn to think for yourself. Learn to guide yourself. And that's what I'm going to teach you how to do today because success is a mix of many things and you want to know what? Nobody, nobody, absolutely nobody online, no gurus, anyone who's self-proclaimed influencer online has the exact recipe for success in your life personally. Not even me. But if you can develop the ability to stop and evaluate yourself, evaluate your actions, evaluate your techniques, evaluate your efforts, you will be able to identify what areas you're falling short in where you need to make adjustments in, where you can improve, where you can increase your effectiveness. And that is an absolutely massive, major piece of the puzzle that is often overlooked by many people. It's something that the internet gurus don't want to talk about a lot because, you know what, self-evaluation isn't the sexiest topic, but it is effective. And you need to be doing it if you want to be successful. If you could just pause for five minutes five minutes at the end of each day you have five minutes don't try to tell me you don't have five minutes i know you scroll through your phone for more than five minutes a day if you could do that for just five minutes and evaluate where you could improve and sharpen your skills over time you would notice your effectiveness in all areas of your life would go through the roof because you've increased your purpose you've increased your direction simply by engaging in this self-evaluation process 
So let's just take a second right now to clarify what I mean by self-evaluation. Self-evaluation should be a useful process that may at times be kind of rigorous, but overall it enables you to critically reflect on yourself, on your life, both personally and professionally, and whatever your goals are at that at that time. So your self-evaluation should support you as you reflect on what you've done in the past. It should help you think about what you might do next and what your next steps are. It might help you to consider your progress and where your next steps for development lie. It helps you to think about what what your future path holds for you. And it definitely helps you to deeply understand yourself on a personal and professional level, as I just mentioned at the outset of this kind of description. Your personal and professional learning are going to kind of depend on how you reflect on yourself over time because your reflections are going to guide your future progressions. That's that's what self-evaluation is, and it's going to involve yourself asking deep questions and searching questions about yourself, both personally and professionally, depending on what your goals are. And then on top of that, using evidence from a range of different sources to inform and support your self-evaluation throughout that process. Because by doing that, pulling in information from a range of sources, including like your personal reflection, maybe research you've done online, wherever you're gathering that information from, It helps put things into perspective of where you are in terms of your goals right now. Where you are in terms of point A and how you can get to point B. That is what self-evaluation is all about. And if you can do this effectively and on a continual and regular basis, this process of self-evaluation is going to help you grow. And that is why we need to think of it as a sexy thing. Because that self-evaluation process is going to help you grow in so many different ways, depending on the effort that you put into your self-evaluation. So it's important to understand that self-evaluations, they're going to help prevent you from becoming stagnant in your life from getting comfortable, from becoming complacent, because you're always going to be identifying areas where you can improve. It's going to help you to learn how you can constantly adapt yourself and your learning to achieve the goals that you've set out for yourself. That alone should make it worth it to you. Just shortening the time from where you are now to getting to where you want to be, shortening the time to complete your goals, that should make, it a, that should make self-evaluation worth it. But you need to remain committed to improving and educating yourself throughout this process. And you can only do that effectively if you've gathered the necessary information about yourself in order to make those decisions and take those steps. And that's what you gain through self-evaluation. So take a moment to list your goals. Take a moment to list your objectives. And use your self-evaluation to identify the changes that you need to be making in order to achieve them. Remember, your potential is absolutely not a fixed thing. It's not something you are born with. We're always in a state of becoming, and our potential increases or decreases based on many factors. One of those factors being how self-aware we are and how much effort we put into achieving our goals. At the absolute very least, demonstrating a willingness to self-evaluate yourself and a willingness to improve and take action on what you've reflected on 
that will provide you with opportunities that you would not have had otherwise. You're literally opening doors for yourself by engaging in this self-evaluation process. So taking the time to self-evaluate and identify where there is room for you to grow in your life is never, ever going to be a bad thing for you to do, right? There's no downside to this process. You might lose five minutes. That is the only downside I can think of here. And the beauty of this is that you can do this whether or not you are winning or losing in your life right now because there is always room for growth. If you're losing and things are going poorly for you, obviously there is room for growth and change. But even if you are successful and at the top of your field, there is still room for growth. There is still room for improvement. There are still changes you can make to your life to do things better. So your success can literally depend on your ability and your willingness to engage in this type of self-evaluation, this honest and sometimes even brutal self-evaluation. So don't knock it. Make it sexy in your mind because it is worth it. It is absolutely worth going through this process. Hey everyone, I'm just hopping on in the middle of today's episode to remind you that if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. I'm going to be dropping two episodes a week, yeah, two episodes per week around topics such as mental toughness and how to develop mindsets for success. And that is something that you're not going to want to miss moving forward. So get after it, hit that subscribe button. But now let's get back to today's episode. So now let's switch gears a little bit and talk about how can you self-evaluate yourself? Because there are certain key questions you want to be asking through this process to kind of frame your self-evaluation. So you may ask yourself, before you even start, what's going to help inform you throughout your self-evaluation? What information do you need? What is going to be useful to you throughout this process or why is this information important to me why am i engaging in this self-evaluation why do i need to put my effort into doing this effectively what is the outcome of this process that i'm hoping to obtain why is the self-evaluation going to be useful but these are all just tips so I'm going to walk you through an example firsthand. I've actually created a sample self-assessment with the format that I personally use in my own self-evaluations as well as the ones that I help guide other people through so that you can then go on to create your own. So if you don't, grab a pen and paper and just quickly write out the categories because I'm going to cover things like strengths, weaknesses, core values, accomplishments, and whatever my goals are moving forward. Those are my main categories that I cover in these self-evaluations and I'm going to show you the kinds of questions I'm asking in these sections as well as things that you might want to consider asking yourself in this process like yeah you might adjust your format a little bit each time as needed because your goals are going to influence your self-evaluation process but these categories nonetheless form the core aspects of my evaluation regardless of what my goals are so in this example, let's say I'm analyzing and self-evaluating my performance relative to my coaching business, relative to my mindset coaching. So I might start with something like strengths. So some of the strengths that I could include in this area might be things like, I'm a dedicated person. I'm dedicated to my goals. I'm not simply passively going through the process. I'm willing to put in the work to do the right things and achieve the best possible outcomes for people. I'm good at connecting with people and communicating with them to better understand them and then working alongside them to help them achieve their goals. 
I'm a very organized and efficient person. It helps me to approach every situation with a mindset knowing that I'm prepared to handle anything that comes my way or any barriers that might appear along the journey. And finally, I'm a creative thinker who can come up with creative solutions for people, even in novel situations, to bring about positive outcomes for them. So these are things that I would include as strengths relative to my mindset coaching for people. And basically what I'm asking myself here in this situation is what is going well? What am I doing well? What is allowing me to be successful in this area so that I can keep doing these things moving forward? And that's a question you want to ask yourself in this section as well. And then from here, I move on to weaknesses. So this could be things like I need to compartmentalize my time a little bit better. I need to set times to complete certain tasks. I can't be available for people all the time. Otherwise, it's going to take away from other tasks that I'm doing or trying to accomplish at that time. For example, I can't take a call from a client at absolutely any time throughout the day because one, then I'd never sleep. And two, I would never be able to put my energy into completing other tasks. So what I need to work on is setting time frames where I can take calls or setting certain times where I can call each person every single week and we can address their concerns at that time. That's something that I can work on moving forward. Or sometimes I might try to achieve too much in short periods of time, essentially biting off more than I should chew. Though I usually end up coming through, I don't want to risk burning myself out because that would prevent me from showing up as my best self for my clients moving forward. I can't continually work if I'm burnt out constantly. Those are things that I might see as weaknesses right now. And you see how I kind of put a twist on them, that there are suggestions for improvement there. That's what you want to ask yourself here. You want to ask yourself, where can I improve moving forward? And what are my suggestions for improvement? Don't just leave it as a weakness. Don't just leave it as a negative. Add something at the end there, which is a suggestion for improvement moving forward. Okay, now that we've outlined our strengths and weaknesses, we're going to move over to our core values. You want to outline these relative to any goals because they kind of help you provide your why. Why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? So relative to the example we've been talking about, my mindset coaching business, I believe in cooperation and collaboration over competition. And I think it's the way to overcome any obstacle. That's definitely one of my core values in this area. Others could be things like, I strive to be a welcoming presence to other people. I value respect and transparency in all my relationships. If you can be honest with yourself or who you're working with, then I think that's going to be an incredibly beneficial relationship for you moving forward. Contrastingly, if you can't be honest with yourself or who you're working with, I think you've already lost. So that is a value I bring forward in my coaching business. I'm incredibly transparent. I'm, con I'm incredibly upfront. I tell it how it is. And that does sometimes involve tough love, tough love <laughs> with clients. And you know what? Usually they are receptive to that because they want a coach who's going to be honest with them. I'm not here to sugarcoat things in my coaching business. And well, that's not what clients want. You don't want someone to just pat you on the back. You want someone who's actually there to help you improve. So that is a core value that I include in everything that I do in this aspect of my business. And then finally, I value friendships. I value building warm connections that form the foundations for future relationships. Because I think this isn't just about right here and now. This is about the future. This is about achieving 
both of our goals moving forward. That is what I want for those types of connections. Those are the core values that I want to kind of oversee and overshadow everything that I'm doing in in relation to this goal. So that's what you want to ask yourself here in the core values section. What are my personal values relative to this goal? And then from here, I move on to accomplishments because what this does is it kind of lets me look back on the things that I've done really well over the past, however long it's been since my last reflection. It allows me to see what I've accomplished and what I've done successfully. So a little dose of positivity in this self-evaluation process. And this could include things like, well, I've never missed a deadline and quite often I'm delivering on objectives and goals earlier than those designated deadlines that I've set out for myself. Or I've done everything in my power to go above and beyond my job description to deliver exceptional experiences for the people I've worked with whenever I could contribute to the collective goal. And I created and remain consistent with the Unbreakable Mind podcast, which has helped me to connect with so many people like yourself who are interested in developing their mindsets and growing their mentalities and setting themselves up for success moving forward. It allowed me to connect with people that I would have otherwise never, never met. These are things that I've accomplished over the past month or so. And then from here, now that I've asked myself, what have I accomplished in the last period? I then move forward or look forward and ask myself, what are my future goals? So relative to this example here with the mindset coaching business, it could be things like, I would like to continue building out my team and client base. I want to begin helping more people to establish those winning mentalities, kind of discovering their success formulas that, so I can help them put themselves into a position for success moving forward and so that they can achieve the things that they want to achieve so they can crush their goals as well. And I want to do this in a way that's affordable for people in a way that people can kind of access. Also moving forward, I want to write a book so that I can both motivate and educate people on the concepts that I've learned regarding mindset so far. And on top of that, I want to create an online course so that I can connect with even more people at, again, an affordable price in a way that doesn't add a huge time commitment on my end because I can only have so many one-on-one -on -one clients at any given time. So here I'm just kind of keeping things simple. What are my future goals? What are my next steps? What is next on my radar? So the goals I gave here were kind of broad ones, but you can get really specific here as well. It could be improving on things like your weaknesses, like me setting up a schedule so I can compartmentalize my time or making sure that I'm not biting off more than I can chew. Those could be my future goals as well, just going right back to my weaknesses. Keeping things simple and short and declarative in bullet point statements is kind of key here in all of these different categories because you don't want this massive drawn out thing because if it's massive paragraphs, let's be honest, you're never going to come back and read it if it's a massive document you created. Just create a few bullet point statements. And you know what, I'll post a blog post with this evaluation in it so that if you want, you can go see it later when you have time. Well, the exact nature of your self-assessment might vary depending on whatever your goals are, as I said initially. These core categories can definitely guide you in your self-evaluation. They can form a framework that you can then adjust to your needs and tailor to your goals to well, allow yourself evaluation to become the most beneficial to you as possible. Okay, now to end off here, I just want to answer a question that I commonly get 
from people who are asking about self-evaluation, and that is how can they improve their self-evaluation skills? And my answer is really, really straightforward. It's There's no magic formula here. You just have to practice. If you can practice this whenever you start towards a new goal, then you'll be able to put in an effective initial plan that will put you in a position to achieve that goal. That's how you get better. You just practice. And then I'd advise you to go straight through this process every few weeks or so, even maybe every week, just a very, very quick one if you have the time to do that. Because you know what? Self-evaluation doesn't have to take a long time. When I created the example before that I just kind of outlined for you in this episode, it only took me about 10 minutes. I think it took me longer to talk about it to you than it took me to actually complete it. And once you've created your process, it can take you even less time. Like I've gotten incredibly efficient. I can rattle off a self-evaluation in a few minutes now. So my advice to you here is to practice, practice, practice. This is how you're going to improve your self-evaluation skills. This is the skill that's, well, worth practicing because it's going to set you up for success because it's the people who take the time to self-evaluate and to explore how they could improve that end up making those improvements down the line. This is a skill literally every leader and successful person that you know has in their back pocket to some degree. And I get it. I absolutely get it. Self-evaluation doesn't always sound like the most fun thing to do. And for some of you, it may be even something you're kind of scared shitless of because you don't want to reflect on your weak points right now. Not many people want to reflect on their weak points. But honestly, the fact that it scares you a little bit is probably a good thing. It probably means that you're on the right track approaching this. Facing fear is something that is typically necessary for you to grow. And when you stop feeling scared, that's really when you should start worrying because that probably means you've become a little complacent and now you're not growing anymore. And remember, the biggest lies that you tell yourself always start with the words, I deserve. Because the truth is that you deserve nothing. You earn everything. Remember that. And the way that you earn it is through evaluating your weak points and improving on them as well as leveraging your strengths for success. You have to earn that. That's not something you deserve. You earn it. You work for it. So phrases like, I'll do it tomorrow. Be scared of that type of phrase, not the self-evaluation process. Remember, you don't have an unlimited amount of tomorrows. And the more you put things off, eventually days become weeks, weeks become months, months become years, and years become your life. If you keep putting things off, Things like self-evaluation and putting things off like identifying areas where you need to improve yourself. You are going to also put off your future success and you might never achieve what you wanted in life. Understand that your time is limited. Your tomorrows are limited. And the sooner you realize this, the sooner you will go all in on this skill of self-evaluation because I'm telling you it is absolutely worth it. So start taking action now instead of putting it off until tomorrow. The sooner you do that, the sooner you'll start winning. Stay excellent and I'll see you next week.